0: Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stock Ridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. 1 John 1 and 7, that's found on page 655. You have one of our Bibles, 655. I'm so excited to be with you today. It's Christmas 655 We'll read one verse Say Amen when you get there amen. All right, here we go first John 1 and 7 But if we walk in the what everybody as He is in the what? We have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus his son purifies us from all our sins. Amen? Amen? Would you do me a favor? Would you just put your hands out like this? Would you bow your heads and repeat this prayer with me? Dear God, Dear God I'm, here today. I'm here today. I open my mind, open my mind. And, my and my heart. Speak Holy Spirit, Speak Holy Spirit. in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you. you. may be seated. I'm so excited to be with you today. What an awesome, awesome day. As we begin our time together today, what I want you to know is, as I've noticed through the years, is this. Is that words have a way, their meaning has a way of changing. Have you noticed that? Like something that meant something several years ago doesn't mean that anymore. For, for example, like the word lit. <laughs> I remember, you know, growing up when we would see someone and they were intoxicated, stoned or something. we say, they are lit. The person lit. But I've, I've come to discover that in this generation, it doesn't mean that. Because I was walking down the hallway of the church a couple weeks ago, and Rhonda had dressed me in something that was uh, apparently pretty sharp. Because these teenagers stopped me and said, Pastor Jeff, you are lit! I said, no, I'm not! I am not! I haven't drank anything since I was a teenager and hadn't smoked anything. No, I am not! And they were confused, and I was confused. Words have a way of changing, right? So today, I'm going to redefine lit for you. And I hope that you'll remember it. Because you have a candle in your hand. And this candle has the wax. It has the wick. But it doesn't have the fire. It's not what, everybody? It's not lit. This one... It's lit. It's on fire. (laughs) Hot. It's lit. This one's no good. The lights go out. I'm in trouble. But this one, I can find my way. And so today, there is two words that I want us to say together to be the sermon today. And these words are this. They're coming on the screen. Let's say them. Stay lit. Let's say it again. What's the message today, everybody? Stay lit. That's right. Don't let your fire for Jesus go out. Amen, everybody? (laughs) I just love you so much. I do. I just love you. I want to talk to you today about how to walk in the light of Jesus to stay lit. And there's three things I want to share with you on this Christmas Eve. It's so special to me. I'm a little emotional today, so just bear with me. It's Christmas Eve, everybody. And so I want to give you three things. And the first one I would tell you if we're going to stay lit or walk in the light of Christ, number one is is let the light of God's love draw you close to Him. Let it draw you in to Him. (laughs) What I've learned is this. If you want to draw a crowd, start a fire. (laughs) This started from the time I was a little boy. I lived in a small town. As a matter of fact, we had two mills in that town, and, and just about everybody in the community worked at those mills at one time in the generation before me. The mills closed down, but the mill had built all these little houses so the workers would have a place to live. And when they closed, other people bought them and they all become rental property and I grew up in one of those mill houses It was called a mill village. That's what it was called. You lived on a mill village And I could tell you that as a as a little boy growing up there I I observed something that I still remember this day that, that just strikes me And that is that there would be a guy across the street Who would come home in the evenings and get his barrel out. He always well, had a barrel out and he would go put some wood and debris in that barrel, and he would strike a match and, and start a fire. And I don't know if he was sending a smoke signal or something, but when he started that fire, all the other men come out of their houses and come around that barrel with a drink in their hand. I'm like, what happened here? He didn't say a word. He just started the fire, and all of a sudden, all these guys stand around. Yeah, man, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Rhonda and I were living in Lake City, uh, Lake City, Morrow area area two years ago, and it was a summer day. And all of a sudden, we heard, we heard an explosion. I mean, it shook the ground, shook our home. So we went outside to see, and there was a big pillar of smoke, and was like, "Wow!" And I would love to tell you that your pastor and his wife got on their knees right there and prayed for those people, but we didn't. We were nosy. We got in our car, and went to see what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> and what I was amazed is when I arrived that there was a there was like a, a, a factory that was on fire, and, a, and there was a Walmart across the street, and 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 people thousands of people were in the Walmart parking lot watching it burn. I mean, like they had their lawn chairs out, like woo. I'm like, where's the popcorn? But it's amazing how a fire draws people. Do you agree with that, everybody? Right. Draws people. That's why. What's the message today, everybody? It's it's lit. Stay lit. Not only will you draw people, you draw the right kind of people. Mm, 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 mm. God loved us. It's possible to be lit because He sent Jesus. John three sixteen. Look what it says. For God so loved the what, everybody? World. I want to go back and read that, and let's just drop the word the and and, and the word world and put your name there, all right? Let's try it. So when we get to that part, we're just going to say, you say your name, I'll say my name, all right? Let's say it. For God so loved Jeff. Loved you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life have you ever wondered why God sent Jesus as a baby do you know that people were afraid of God like we talk about the grace of God and loving God because that's after Jesus but before Jesus when God showed up it was either going to be a real good day or a real bad day and people never know which one is going to be they were scared to death of God And so now, so like, so now God had to send Jesus as a baby so that we would not be afraid of him. We wouldn't be intimidated by him and we wouldn't be again, scared of him. And that's why he sent a baby. You know that theologians believe that when God created Adam and Eve, he, he created them at the age of maturity of 30 years of age. But when God chose to send Jesus, he sent him as a baby. Man, babies are something else, aren't they? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I got a, a reacquainted with that a, a couple weeks ago, about two weeks ago. Uh, Kimo and Misa Jones are on our staff here, and, and they said something about going shopping for furniture for the new house they were purchasing. And Ron, when they said shopping, Ron, my wife's radar goes right up. Ooh, when somebody says shopping, she's like, Woo, I'm in. I had no say in the matter. She said, I'm in and Jeff's coming. (laughs) And so we went with them, and they have two small children, Mason and Mercy. Mercy's the baby. And what I realized was, is once we got to shop, you know, went into the store, that my job was to take care of the children. That's the only reason (laughs) they wanted me there. And I haven't done that in a while, so so all of a sudden, Mercy, the baby, this is a picture by the way, Uh, Mercy, yeah. Mercy's seven months and she's a chunk <laughs> So I haven't held a baby in a while so you know she got uneasy so that I got the and I was holding Mercy and I was trying to hold her like this, you know cuz I would like do I break it so she. and you know It's been a while But you're not holding mercy long like this. I can tell you that you're not gonna do it. because She's too heavy but what I found out the way that we hold a baby is that we either hold them up like this on our shoulder, or either we cradle them in our arms. And I found out with her that, of course, she was hungry, so I had to cradle her in my arm, sit down, cradle her in my arm, and and give her the bottle. Let me tell you something. The reason we hold children like that is because they're close to our heart. God sent his son as a baby so that you would realize that you are close to his heart. That when he thinks of you, he's thinking of you as holding you close and, and cradling you in his arms. And and he sent his son Jesus and the baby so you know his, you'd see his love. And that you would see that you can love him back. Let that sink in a minute. That God loves you so much. That he sent his son. He loves you, and he sent his son. Romans 2 and 4, I love this passage. Look what it says. The goodness of God leads you to what, everybody? Jesus. You know what that word repentance means? It means turn back to God. It's because he loves me. That's why I keep turning back to him. I keep turning back to him. I keep turning back to him. It's because he loves me. What's our sermon today, everybody? Oh, you can do better than that. What's our sermon today, everybody? Stay lit. Stay lit. <coughs> Stay lit. Number two is, is let the light of Jesus save you. Let it save you. I love this passage about the shepherds because I can only imagine what went through their mind. Look what it says. It says, now they were in the same country, shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly what, everybody? What in the world would you be? All of a sudden, it's night, and the sky lights up. What would you be like? What's going on here? The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that will, will be to all people. For there, for there is born to who, everybody? You. This day in the city of David, a what? A Savior who is Christ the Lord. A Savior has been born to you. This is what I want you to know today. If you walk in the dark, you're going to get hurt. It's a fact. I can prove it to you. If you live long enough... And you're privileged to have to go to the bathroom more than one time at night. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> you're going to get up in the middle of the night. You're going to go to the bathroom or you're going to go to the refrigerator. Amen, everybody? That's the only reason to get up. Bathroom or refrigerator. And when you get up and you go to the bathroom or refrigerator and it's dark as night, you can't see anything. And you hit your little pinky toe on a piece of furniture. Oh! It hurts so bad, doesn't it? I mean, it's amazing how it can sound. Your pinky toe, when you hit it, it sounds like it breaks six times, doesn't it? (laughs) And let me tell you something. I thought that I was pretty cool in my house because I had got the path figured out. But my wife loves to move the furniture around. (laughs) It's not safe. I'm always walking around like this. But you're going to hurt yourself. I'm going to tell you something I'm a little ashamed to tell you. I'll tell you a lot of stuff like that, don't I? <laughs> Back in, uh, you know, when I first became the pastor's church, we were in Forest Park. Our church was located there. It was a very small building, and it, and it was not in the best part of town. And so, Rhonda and I had been on a uh, to dinner with a couple, and And we brought them back to the church there, let them out in the church parking lot. Again, I'm a young man. Back then, I was 27 years old. I had hair back then, everybody. You've done this to me. You have done this to me. And so, I noticed that the church door was open. And the other couple had gone. It's just Rhonda and I. And there again, I'm a young man. You know, I'm still trying to impress my wife. And I'm like, you know, should we call the cops to investigate? No, because I'm your man. I'm the man. I'm going in that church. It was dark. Let me tell you something. There's nothing creepier than going into a church at night. Amen. Oh, you don't believe it. Come back here tonight at midnight. You walk through this building. That in a funeral home. Amen. So anyways, I'm like, I'm going to go in here. And so I, I actually went into the first door, and I was able to turn the light on the little hallway. But the little auditorium that we had, probably there's no bigger than two of these sections of road. I couldn't get to the light switch because it was on the other side of the room. And so I went in, and when I went in, I went out. Of course, I'm just tiptoeing in. You know, Roger's in the car waiting on her. Man! It's tiptoeing in. I'm looking around. I'm scared to death. And all of a sudden, a car goes by. And what it does, the lights come through the windows of that little church, and I see someone standing right beside me. I want you to know I panicked. I've, I'm on edge already. And I just, I did bad. I didn't do good. <laughs> and I just punched them. <laughs> Bam! I killed them. They're dead. What I killed was a mannequin. <laughs> a wooden mannequin that I was using as an illustration. Walking in the dark, hurt yourself. And I walk around with my hand all bandaged up for a little while, having to tell what an idiot I was for walking in the dark. When you walk in the dark, you'll hurt yourself. That's why Jesus said you've got to get lit. Look what Jesus said. In John 8, he says this. When Jesus spoke to the people, he said, I am what, everybody? The light of the world. And notice this next part. I'm the light of the world. And whoever what? Follows, follows me. Will never walk in what? Darkness. But will have the light of? we Will have the light of life. Here it is on this Christmas Eve. Either you're going to walk around like this or you're going to walk around like that. (coughs) Let me tell you something. People are like insects. Some love the lights; Some run from the light. This summer, I want you to turn your porch light on in July. And you leave that porch light on and all these mobs are going to attack that light. And you open up your door just a little bit and you got light on that house. They're coming in. They love the light. light. (laughs) But baby, you leave the light off. You go turn the light off and you turn the light on and there's roaches in the room. They're running. (laughs) You can't stand the light. So Here's a question I have for you. Are you running to the light? Are you running from the light? And you will never, ever, ever, ever have what you need. If you walk around like this all the time, you're going to make dumb decisions. You're going to make mistakes and things are going to hurt your life and going to hurt you. But when you walk around with the light... It's amazing how the light reveals the darkness. It it dispels the darkness. And you're able to make decisions that that make you better. You're able to make decisions that help your family. You're able to get wiser and smarter because you're walking in the light. Let me tell you something. Walking in this light, how do you do that? How, how How do I go from this to this? How do you get lit you begin to ask the light to come inside of you I'm not talking about an external light I'm not talking about a flashlight baby I'm talking about an internal light something that lights you up and that is Jesus Christ you say oh Jeff how do do I ask Jesus into my life because people used to tell me that when I was here you need Jesus in your life you need to ask Jesus to come into your life and save you I'm like well how can another man come inside of me That don't make no sense to me. But I didn't understand something. The most powerful force on earth is something you cannot see. And that's called wind, baby. And Jesus said, my spirit's like the wind. Watch this. Oh, you didn't see anything, did you? Thank God you didn't see it. I brushed my teeth this morning. Amen. But I sure felt it. And other people may not see it, but let me tell you something. When you ask him in, all of a sudden he comes in and you, don't, you look in the mirror and say, Well, I'm no different now, but you just keep on walking in him and you'll begin to see things change. You'll see things differently, amen? And you'll be walking in the light. You'll see things that you never saw before, amen? And you won't go down that road again, amen? So right now, all of you that are online and in this room, I'm going to give you a chance today on this Christmas Eve to say Merry Christmas and give you an opportunity to invite the light inside of you. Amen, everybody. Jesus Christ. Would you bow your heads, everybody? Would everyone repeat this prayer after me? And those of you that want to receive Christ today, if you mean it, he'll come in. Would you repeat this with me? Dear Dear Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Come into my life. Forgive me. Forgive me. Save, me. Save me. Help me. Help me. To do your will. Do your will. Thank, you, Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. For saving me. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a hand for all the people that have prayed that prayer? I want you to. I want everybody to turn in this card today. But if you, a, if you made a decision to follow Christ, please check it on the on the card so I can send you something in the mail to help you on your spiritual journey. That's your first step. You say, what's my next step after that? Baptism. And you know what, on the 31st, we're baptizing so you don't have to go into 2024 unbaptized. Amen, everybody? Amen. So I want you to make sure to get baptized. All right. What's our sermon, everybody? Stay lit. Stay lit. Now you've got to explain that to people, all right? <laughs> Because some people say, I got you, buddy. I got you that. <laughs> yes, sir. No. Stay lit with Jesus. Number three, choose to shine the light of Jesus. I'm believing more for you in 2024. More in 2024. Amen, everybody? More of the good, not the bad. Yes. Believe in that for you. Yes. I want to give you three things today. Three things. Again. Choose to shine the light of Jesus. Three things if you're going to have, if you're going to stay lit in 2024. The first thing I would tell you is this. Is that you've got to get in God's Word. you got to stay in God's Word. If you're going to stay lit, you say, Pastor, I've tried, people tell me, I tried to read the Bible and I don't get anything out of it. Don't worry about that. It's not what you're getting out of it that matters, it's what's getting in you that matters. And when you think you're getting nothing out of it, it's getting in you. And guess what? All of a sudden, one day, it's going to come out of you. And if it's not in you, it can't come out. Stay in it. Keep reading. I don't care. I don't care. Just stay in it. I don't care if you read, like, just, you know, one verse a day. Just stay in God's Word. The Bible says this in Psalms 119, 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Amen, everybody. Just something else I want to tell you about God's word. We're doing something. We started last year. Is that we're going to read the whole Bible through in 21 days. And we want you to be a part of it. Not one person's going to read it all through, but we're going to read it together. There's going to be about three or 400 of us. We're going to take a portion of the scripture. We'll assign it to you. And we're going to read it on our campus. Out here, we have a parking spaces out here for you to come and read the Bible. Sit in that parking, read it on this campus out loud. You say, why not? Because God does something supernatural. When, when we read God's Word out loud, the devil trembles and hell shakes. Amen, everybody? And Let me tell you something. We did that last year, and I want you to know that over 740 people have given their life to Jesus Christ on this campus. Amen, everybody? So come and be a part of it. You can check your check your connection card to be a part of that we want you to be a part of it it's amazing what god will do in you and if you're a guest today please make sure that you turn your card in at our guest station because we've got a gift for you i gotta make sure to tell you that Rhonda told me the last thing she said make sure you take care of our guests Yeah. the next thing i would tell you is this is find you a place of worship and plant yourself there Look what the Bible says in Psalms 92 13. Look what he says those who are what everybody In the house of the Lord shall what? Shall flourish in the courts of our God If you want your life to flourish, you got to do something you haven't been doing You got to do something different plant yourself Listen, there'll be 52 Sundays in 2024 52 I'm asking you to give me 40 of those Sundays Give me 40 of those Sundays. You come and, and be in, in God's house with us, and I'm telling you, your life will go up. I believe that. Now, see, most people want to give me 12 Sundays, and they take the 40, and their life goes down. And they say, well, I tried the church thing. I go once a month. No, 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 it don't work that way. Amen, everybody? Why am I say this? Because I love you. I love you. I want something great for you. I want it for you. The next thing I would tell you is this, is do good. Do good. Make a decision that 2024, you know, I'm going to shine the light. I'm going to stay lit by doing good. Jesus said this in Matthew five sixteen. Look what he says. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your what, everybody? Good deeds. And glorify your Father in heaven. The only way that you're going to move from this this is you got to make a decision I'm going to get in God's word I'm going to get planted in God's house and I'm going to do good no matter how I feel and it's amazing once you start doing good you'll start feeling good Mm. you'll start feeling good you'll get lit what's our message everybody what's the message stay lit let the light of Jesus Christ shine in you stay lit we're about to light these candles. We're about to get lit. I want to give you some instructions that I'm going to give. I'm going to, we're going to pray in just a moment. I'm going to light my candle. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now. Well, let's try it again. There we go. After, when I say this prayer, our ushers are going to come down. I'm going to hold mine just like this. And they're going to touch their candle to mine, the wick to it, and they're going to light theirs. And then they're going to hold their candle just like this. And they're going to walk up the aisles. and They're going to light the person's candle on the end. And then once they light your candle, once you're going to take your fl- your wick and touch it to theirs. Then you're going to turn yours back up like this. And then you're going to move like this and the person beside you is going to lean over and touch their wick there And they're going to do that and we're going to pass the flame all the way around So that we don't pour wax on anybody Amen everybody So let's pray Father thank you so much for sending your son Jesus He is a reason for this season And God we do want to walk out of here lit for you And Father, I pray today that as we pass this flame around, that God, the flame of God will be ignited in our hearts. And Lord, you said, if we walk in the light as you're in the light, we would have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus would cleanse us from all our sins. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message.